The following episode of the Three O'Clock Parade podcast is presented by Adventure Is Out There Travel. Whether you prefer a value, a moderate, deluxe resort, or if you want to be a straight-up baller like Dick Ritchie and book a Fort <laughs> Wilderness cabin, contact Becca, B-E-K-K-A, at adventureisoutthertravel.com or on Twitter at at A-I-O-T Travel. And they can help you with free, no-obligation quotes, help you find discounts and concierge-level service. Kungaloosh, viva Gaia, and hola, mis amigos, to lovely Mexico. That's the uh, old Mexico song. Um, yeah, I like that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the parade. This is Drunken Disney here in uh, Orlando. That young lady here over there, that's Rhiannon, just down the road. Hi. And way out, where after February 2nd, they actually will fine you for leaving your Christmas lights up past February 2nd. That's San Diego, California. It's Skipper DeGritchy. Hey, howdy, hey. So you got, a, you got a month, buddy. Why not February 1st? Why the 2nd? Get that extra day. We got that extra day of, of cheer. Um, <laughs> can I tell you that... I don't really have a lot of Christmas lights. I have a little, like, string of lights that are the Peanuts characters ice skating. Nice. Um, they're set on a timer. Better than Peanuts characters. Ooh, that's for <laughs> later on. That's at Rhiannon's around yeah. her tree. Ooh. Hey, now. Set of the monorail. It's like a bachelorette party all the time at Rhiannon's house. <laughs> but either way, I never even took it down. It's on a timer that just lights every night. Uh, I've never taken it down, and I'm gonna I'm gonna press my luck. Yes, maybe if you don't light them after February second, you're fine. Oh no, they 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 that's just what I'm saying. They're just on a timer that every <laughs> night at six o'clock they just turn on on their own. That's awesome. Yeah, so is the season to be merry. I think that's over. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, that's um, my name. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was hoping you would come, come through with it. Um, let's see. The reason I started off with the uh, lovely ode to the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot with El Rio del Tiempo music is it's finally been announced. It's happening. The outdoor tequila bar has been announced and it's coming to Mexico in Epcot in early 2017. Choza Tequila. That's not how it's pronounced. <laughs> Help me out here. If you know how to pronounce tequila by now, I can't help you. Come at the first part. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Chosa oh, sounds right. C H O Z. Yeah, I know. I just don't know how it's spelled, so I can't tell you if you're pronouncing it correctly or not. But I know how tequila is pronounced. I just know you're fucking wrong. That's all I know. Um, is what I say to you. Yes, yes agreed. Yes. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, mm -hmm. so yes, it's gonna be obviously near the Mexico Pavilion. Handcraft margaritas, classic Mexican cuisine like tacos, empanadas, chips, and fresh guacamole. The question is, Skipper DeGritchie, will this cause you no. to skip La Cava de Tequila and just stay outside on the pathway? No, it's like a sequel. It's like, <laughs> you know, you go, to, you go to the Cava and then you're just like, oh, we get more. Let's go get more. Technically, I believe this will come first. Either way. So then it's a prequel. It's a so prequel. Where yeah. are we envisioning this specifically? Where I'm envisioning it right now, based on where the walls are, is 
on the as you're approaching Mexico from um, Spaceship Earth. Okay. Yeah, you go in there, turn left. It'll be on your left before you get to the pavilion. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's where where a lot of the construction is taking place right now. So um, now, there's also opposites. Yeah. So well, go ahead. But I think that I think it's gonna be on that side. I just thought it was an interesting choice to do uh, a sort of addition, additional quick service. I mean, do any of the other countries really have this? Two outdoor quick services? I, I think Drunky actually nailed it on the head when he said when he asked if that's going to keep you from going inside the pyramid. I, I, I almost feel like instead of expanding inside the pyramid, they were like, let's just keep people outside. See how many, <laughs> see well, the other... Know. The other quick service is right across the street. So right, I don't know exactly. if this is just going to – I'm, I'm guessing it's not really going to be like a grab – I don't know. It, it's really going to be what's the setup of the – going to be like – is it going to be a setup sort of like Spice Road Table where you go in and get this more like Cava de Tequila is? Basically mm. an outdoor Cava or will it be like mm. a counter, which they already have. So yeah, I'm wondering – I'm picturing okay. almost like Spice Road Table. Well, that would be way cooler. For some reason, I was just assuming it was like a counter service thing, which I thought was silly to have one across from the other. But I like your idea. I said I'm, it the first time ever. Yeah, right. Well, probably because it's not actually my idea. I'm just kind of. Oh, okay. Well, that explains it. <laughs> that explains it. Um, <laughs> so I'm picturing more like basically an outdoor lacava, which would be spice roll table set up. So okay. let's either way, that's going to be a good option. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And, you know, more drinking options is good. Yeah, and sometimes if you are just walking by and you're not planning on going in the pyramid, it is nice to have this option. Or it could also just help split the crowds because, you know, Kava Line gets pretty epic on any day, um, let alone a busy day. So the more the merrier. Yeah. And then I heard a lot of complaints from this and I get not necessarily Disney bitter. I'm just saying that people are like, why not more at the other countries? And the but the, what is sometimes not understood about the way Mexico runs is Mexico Pavilion is actually run by a third party, all their food and beverage. So they have no desire in opening up a, <laughs> in any other country. They're only going to open up in Mexico. So they're that's all they care about. I'm sure as you know, migrant workers, they would be more than happy to take. Plenty of the other jobs from the other countries and open up taco trucks everywhere. Well, this is why I guess walls are being built. Yep. Right. The wall between there and then Norway. Yeah. Gotta, gotta keep, Can't gotta, have those Norwegian jobs being taken away and outsourced. No. Uh, no. Or the, um, the rapists. Oh, shit. Man, we're taking it there. Skipper right and Richie, away. speaking of taking it there, I want to take oh. you. To Disneyland, out on your neck of the woods over there in Disneyland. And what came out that I saw for the first time today is the greatest Disney-related commercial I think I've ever seen. And if you haven't seen it yet, um, uh, it's uh, for the Electrical Light Parade, which is moving to Disneyland. And you just saw it for the first time. What were your impressions? Um, I love it. It's really, really cool. I like the... uh... The whole idea, it, it kind of reminded me of the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark where you see all the like, you know, those wooden boxes full of stuff. But it, instead of not knowing what's in the crates, you see all the things that are, that are, uh, have been retired from Disneyland. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, for the people that haven't seen it yet, they walk through this warehouse and there's all these really great old attractions and you can hear all the noises from the attractions going on in the background. And uh, they stumble upon this kind of like mass shape and this girl has this little green glow in her hand. And when she plugs it in, it's the last light to turn on all the lights because you know how Christmas lights, if you're missing one, none of them work. Ask Clark Griswold. Yeah, right. And and it's great because then you see that it's actually the Main Street Electrical Parade. And my favorite part, because I always say that it's Disneyland's Main Street Electrical Parade, is it just, it ends with it saying, it's coming home. Which then got me a little all teary-eyed. Glad nobody was here to see that. Yes, they're going to the well of the uh, nostalgia, which makes me happy. Yeah. I'm always, always happy when they go to the Disney parks nostalgia. Um, question is, did you happen to catch what's the – as she's walking by, she kind of nods to a figure a- among the rest, <laughs> and it, it appears to say like, hey. you know, I, I couldn't quite guess what that was. Did you happen to catch what that was? It's the Yeti. It's the original Yeti from the Matter. Oh. And he, he doesn't. Nice. He doesn't say hey. He just goes like he did on the right. Uh, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, that works. But yeah, I love it. I uh, actually have already downloaded the commercial and then saved it on my computer. Good. So Good. I can have it forever. Good. As you should. Yeah, As you me. should. As you should. Rhiannon loves Yetis, though. We'd like I to do. point that out. It's true. Let's see. Did you happen to ride the Matterhorn when you were in Disneyland, Rhiannon? And did you see their Yeti? Unfortunately, I could not because it was undergoing refurb when I was there. Oh, that's right. They Otherwise, like, did that whole area of that. Didn't they add yeah. like some theming up there, Skipper DeGrigi? Yeah, they did a lot of things to it. They uh, they changed the track. They changed the cars on the track. Um, and they added some new effects where it uh, it's supposed to look like it's snowing and... They actually put a uh, a little bit of a tribute or homage to the Skyway, which used to go through the Matterhorn. Um, yes. Where you, you actually find out that the Yeti has been collecting just random stuff from Fantasyland. So there's an old bobsled. dead bodies? And, well, maybe. You know, who knows what's <laughs> underneath there. But, yeah, there's a, there's a bobsled and a Skyway tram and just some different uh, signage uh, frozen in the ice. It's pretty cool. I I still feel that it it hurts to wear to ride it because it's really bumpy. But you got to ride it. Can't get can't get the uh, Matterhorn anywhere else. That is pretty cool. No, it's a Disneyland original. It's actually um, the first uh, steel roller coaster anywhere. So every steel roller coaster since then is using Matterhorn's technology. Yeah, they said that splashdown at the end, where you actually go through water, was actually originally made because they needed to to actually slow down the cars. It wasn't just for an effect. It was they needed to slow the cars down. Yeah, cool your brakes. Go water. Yeah, cool your brakes, man. Let's see, Rhiannon. Yes. Excitement level, as in what I believe now two weeks. Are you interested in what's it called? The festival. Epcot International Festival of the Arts. And if not, would you like to hear some of the offerings before you <laughs> make judgment? Sure. All right. Dazzle me. I will dazzle you. Some of this stuff is – I'm excited about a couple things, and I would like to – there are Disney Broadway concerts where they're going to do uh, 
pair Broadway talent with favorite songs from award-winning Disney shows such as Lion King, Newsies, and Aladdin. Does that get you going no. at all? Nope. Keep going. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Skipper and Richie, does this do anything to you? Like Ashley Brown and Joss Strickland. Do you know these names? They're going to do Beauty oh, and the Beast, Tarzan, does. Mary Poppins, and Little Mermaid. Nobody does. I'm sure somebody does. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somebody <laughs> does. Broadway. Even their mom doesn't know who they are. She's blocked from <laughs> their memories. Let's see. How about Carrie Butler and Kevin Massey? You know, it's it's a really nope. good show. I saw I saw it when I was on the cruise line. Um, and they're all give they're it all, up. They're all people that have done, um, you know, the Disney Broadway shows. So they come out and they sing yeah. their own songs, and it, 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 they do a little, me, you know, yeah, medley. It's it's really good. Yeah. I, I, I in no it. way I'm trying to downplay it when I say that I these names. It's just I don't know them. I'm curious if you guys happen to know them. Kissy Simmons and Alton Fitzgerald. Those are the two. No. Each each one is a crew. Stop. That, <laughs> just stop. No. You're making up names. So you are not excited about the. See, this actually sounds. This sounds good to me. Go listen to the the, the songs performed by Broadway singers. That actually sounds good. So it's kind of like their. That's going to be their concert series. They're in the back. So they they, they kind of have all the bits and pieces from the other festivals just in a new way. So that's what they're going to do for the music. So Rihanna, not excited about that. Nope. No. That's a that's. It's a really a good show. Interactive workshops. <laughs> Interactive workshops. Let's see. You can do all kinds of things where you learn to do like. Uh, Let's see. Flor- uh, floral arranging. You can do like little classes on floral arranging. Seriously? Gesture animated, like animation art. Modern modern macrame. Oh my God. You're, you're making this up now. You were fucking trolling me. The artistry of Amaret's patisserie. <laughs> Sorry, I no, can't do the just, French stuff. Oh my God. The Disney Springs... Uh, you're gonna learn how to make a signature petite cake. No, you're not. Truffle making. Here you go, oh. Rhiannon. I've got one for you. <laughs> Sunday, January 29th, 2017. The art of mixology. From, by Eric Foster. He's gonna do a top mixologist hands-on cocktail making workshop. There you go. I can teach that course that in my awesome. sleep. Oh. <laughs> so there are several different like classes going on. So that's kind of like at the food and wine where they do the we do that. There was another um, thing that I got excited about. There's not a lot of information about it yet. This might get get you. This will definitely get Skipper to Gritchie, I think. There's a figment art scavenger hunt. Oh, that's cool. I love, okay, sca- I love figment. Yes. Now, there's sorry. not a lot of details. I'm reading this off WDW News today. But here's what it said. Figment's brush with the master's scavenger hunt. So it says, can you find figment? Slip into sleuth mode. While searching for clues that lead to the elusive little dragon, leave no painting in the world showcase unturned. Now, please tell me that this involves stickers, and at the end, a figment pin. I mean, it's definitely sounding along the lines of the Easter and or, uh, what's his name, Remy. Uh, yep, yep. Extravaganza. Yep, yep. All right. If so, that's those the are case, both very fine, fun. I'm in. Yes. And that's going on the whole duration of the festival? There's still there's it's not, it would it would appear so it would okay. appear so okay. it would appear so um, so the Broadway the shows the little fuck that it, fuck that you might come and do just figment art yeah. okay yeah. okay fair enough fair enough I thought I had no now, skip it a I need to ask you about this 
I'm confused. Ask away. Go about, go about three quarters of the way down, and you're going to see some. Maybe, maybe you already know about this. Hulu has announced now they're going to have Disney classic movies on Hulu now. Yeah, I saw that. Sure. What the hell is going on? They're just whoring it out to anybody. It's true. We don't get Disney Life. <laughs> so they're like, anybody that'll pay for it, we'll let you so, stream our shit. A multi-year deal grants over 50 classic Disney movies to the popular streaming service. That's a lot of movies. Well, I but mean, it doesn't surprise me because Hulu's owned by a bunch of different companies, and and ABC or Disney owns part of Hulu. So it makes sense that they would... And some of these are not... What I was picturing, like, animated classics, but they're... Here, here's the list of ones that they are considering classics, and I'm just going to read them just for fun. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. It's good. That's a nice addition. Mulan, also a nice addition. Yep. Hercules. Great. Pocahontas. Nice. Another classic. Nice. I'm torn on this one. What are your thoughts on Sister Act? Nope. Nah. <laughs> um, let's see. Coming up soon, The Mighty Ducks. I'm okay with that. Con Air. Well, yes! Classic, but pretty good. Fuck yeah! <laughs> the Princess and the Frog, obviously. Yep. Fuck yeah. Obviously. Rhiannon with some uh, New Orleans uh, love there. Lilo and Stitch. Yep. Yes. saying because that is currently on re- uh, Netflix. Will, that, will they be able to go on at the same time? Probably not. They must be rotating between the two, I would assume. Well, does, it Usually. doesn't say they're exclusive, though. It just says that they're Typically, there. they just are. Everything's typically exclusive to something. But it, it, it rotates through. Tarzan. I dig it. Emperor's New Groove. Yay. Yep. Pearl Harbor. They missed it mm. by a few months. Step Up. Don't even know what that is. We haven't heard of that. And many more. So I just found that interesting. So let's see. So it'd be interesting, uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie, that they're going to, and here you're going to need to have several. So maybe they'll just make Disney Life stretched among every streaming service. Everybody gets a third. Great. You get a Disney movie, and you get a Disney movie, and you get a Disney movie. I would like to make it. I would like to announce that Skipper Dick Ritchie has canceled Hulu. I, I will did. not tell you how I know that. I did cancel Hulu. Oh. <laughs> did you lose your access? Whoops. I don't want to talk. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I don't know what you're Cheap talking ass. about. Let's see. Um, thoughts on this? Has anybody ever seen the Magic Kingdom entrance show? Skipper, you don't get up too early. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say definitely yeah. not. That'd be no. Rhiannon, I can say, has probably done it. I would assume. Oh yeah, I've definitely seen it many times. Definitely. I would think so. Are you? How do you? Do you have any feelings on the fact that they are going to end that show and move to a new show on the castle stage? Um, I, I really don't care. Don't know. I don't know. Where, where was it before? It was on the front of. So you actually stood outside the park. And the, the mayor of Main Street would come out and say, like, hey, everybody, welcome to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, I guess my thoughts would be it definitely felt kind of forced because if you're waiting to get into the park, you can't avoid it. Um, if anything, it did help sort of weed out the crowd because you'd have some people who would go center to see the show while I can just go and go straight toward the tunnel where my vision of the show is obscured, but I don't really care. Um, whereas this sounds like, so you're going to go into the park and 
who the hell is going to go straight to the stage and watch the show? I mean, everyone's just going to go yeah. where they want to go. So I don't know. But I, I, don't, I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think from a logistics point, like you're saying, Rhiannon, I think it's a great move. Anytime I've ever seen the opening show, which is maybe twice, it's felt very packed in that front area, uh, very crammed. So I'm all for it. I did like the fact that the train would roll in. That was pretty cool. And all the um, some of the characters and the uh, Main Street USA uh, citizens would be on the train. And that was pretty cool. Um, you know, opening the day with the train. That was pretty cool. So um, but I kind of like it logistically that they're going to move it in and they're going to open the shops. Like you're going to have a shops opening at something to the effect of like, let's say eight, eight 30. You're going to be able to go in, hit the Emporium, hit Starbucks before the actual rides part opens. So that would still be at nine. The park in will theory. still open at whatever the, t in theory would still open at nine, but let's say when you, sh if you show up at eight, so now will the rope drop be to be the first Fuck. onto main street? Cause a lot of people want that, that, what I'm hearing, what, the only thing people are complaining about really is missing that like empty Main Street, being the first one yeah. through the gate and getting like pictures of Main Street with nobody on it. So now they're going to have to come in and be like at the beginning at eight o'clock rather than nine o'clock if you want to do that. Ooh, so. I bet that totally fucks up people who strategically get the early ADRs to breakfast. That was the other one. If anybody oh. had a, the other negative, mm. really, I heard other than like hashtag story. Um, but logistically, that was the other thing was like, well, yeah. I guess the point of getting the really early ADRs is over because everyone else will yeah. be right there at mine train just like I am. Well, not even just that, but what, like you were saying with the photos, because I don't think people rope drop to get good photos. People do the early breakfast to get photos, but people rope drop to get into, you know, mine train. Yeah. But, yeah. So we'll just have to change people's plans a little bit. Might Much like having a new bar in Mexico. So skip it yeah. to Gritchie. No. Do you have to get a, drinks at both bars for it to count on Drinking Around the World, or can you just do one? As long as they don't cross borders, that's all that matters to me. <laughs> Rhiannon, do you agree with us that one one drink in Mexico is enough for Drinking Around the World? Um. Well, hey, if you're doing a victory lap. That's true. That's true. Let's see. Anything else? Are you ready, guys? Another 3 o'clock parade. I told you so. They made a package where you can do a thing and you're going to get extra fast passes. You see that? Yeah, I swear to God, whoever is listening to us and stealing our ideas. <laughs> like, you owe us. You can pay us some fast passes. Yeah, just that's exactly. All we want is some fast passes. Yeah, I just I always picture I always love Stephen Colbert on his old show where he had the big banner that would roll down that would say, I told you so. <laughs> it's just like that's what we need right now. It's definitely predicted by the three o'clock parade. Um, this First offering, I'm sure this will be the first of many offerings, is, Rhiannon, you're going to love this. Mm. We've, I'm just going to quote this. This is from Disney. Oh, is this the we've toddler all, package? We've all heard of honeymoons and baby moons. Oh, this is fucking which I'm sure, gross. I'm sure you're real big fans of both of those. <clears throat> but now we'd like to introduce you to an all-new moon, the Kinder Moon. Fucking bullshit. I've got Family getaway. Like to introduce you to. <laughs> a family getaway to the Walt Disney World Resort during that precious time right before your little one becomes a big kid and goes off to kindergarten. It develops an attitude and hates you. <laughs> exactly. So um, in this package, it, you know, it has all the details. You also get um, 
two opportunities to use a fast pass plus entrance at select preschool friendly attractions. Clearly this would not be for everyone, but I think this is the model that we're going to see while we're going to also have the honeymoon package and we're going to have the best buddies package and the family reunion eh, package. Eh, and I think preschool friendly attractions is code for attractions that are not popular. No one wants to actually go on and therefore we need to like hype it up and sell that. Hey, you don't even need fast passes for most of these things. Exactly. But I think it's for us, it's seeing this is this is the first of many that are coming. I think you're going to see the high school graduation package and the college spring break package and all those things coming down the line where you're going to have extra fast passes. If you book this special package, staying at a Disney resort, buying week long tickets and everything. So Skipper Dick Richie, you said it. We told them so. So there you go. That's for sure. That's for sure. You're welcome. Disney world. Let's see. Anything else? Not much. Uh, let's see. Skip Big Richie. First, I think we should take this opportunity oh. to go to the 3 o'clock parade news team. We, I believe, have a uh, correspondent uh, from uh, Colin. Our correspondent has a message and an uh, interview ready for us. Yeah, we definitely have that. Let me <clears throat> just cue it up really quick. And now, a 3 o'clock parade news Exclusive interview. Maybe. This is three o'clock. With Colin. Colin Lorwald. With the one, the only. Hey, it's the professor, Daniel Miller. Professor Daniel Miller. We're waiting in line for Soaring to get in the front row. More stand by. I'm here with Rachel from Millican University. How do you feel about New Year's Eve? I used to like it until this year. <laughs> Have you worked at New Year's Eve at Epcot before? Just today. Oh, it's not that bad. Let's talk about the parties at Vista Way at 3 a.m. Are you in or out? I'm in. I live there. She's in. We're out. <laughs> All right. There you go. It was lickety split. Short quick. to the point. Yeah. No messing around on that one. Short. He said last time he felt the interview was too long, so he wanted one of those short and to the point. So there you go. Uh, parties at Vista Way. For those of you who don't know, Vista Way is part of the housing uh, it's housing projects to uh, harsh <laughs> housing projects for Disney College program that I believe both Mrs. Drunk at Disney and you, Skipper Dick Ritchie, both stayed at. Is that correct? At the same time. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah. I would I would move back to Vista Way right now if I could. So tell us a little bit about Vista Way and any uh, anything you have to say about that. Um, I mean, it's like if you took a really old apartment complex, painted it, and then let a bunch of kids that had never been away from home take over. Uh, you open the liquor, <laughs> you know, if you uh, are smart, you open a liquor store right outside and a place that'll deliver pizza all night long and. It's just an amazing party, and it was just, it was super fun. I loved it. I love Vista Way. Um, was it this like this uh, since you were there? I, for some reason, I remember I had to drop somebody off there once for some reason when I was working at Disney, and the security to get in was like going to visit an embassy. Oh, <laughs> as yeah. As far as they were, yeah, to check to see that. Basically, they don't want people like me and Colin going in there. Uh, and <laughs> Well... <laughs> Can you blame them? 
So I was unable to go actually take them to their actual apartment. I had to drop them off, I believe, and they had to walk in or something like that because there's a strict policies. Was it like that when you were there? Yeah, you had to show your badge anytime you were going, uh, you know, anytime you were coming back into the and, into Vista Way. And um, sometimes they would, they would even check trunks because people would hide their friends in the trunk of their car. Uh, Wait, why can't you bring friends in? I can understand why like a random stranger couldn't go in by themselves, but if you live there, you can't bring a guest? You can during the day, but they had to be out. Like you couldn't have overnight guests. And uh okay. So yeah, so people instead of in, and they had it would to, turn like, into like a hostel. Right. Well, and That's people sad. would have to sign in and out so they knew if your guests had, you know, spent the night or not. So mm-hmm. and that's how come a lot of times they would they would just try to smuggle people in. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was trafficking, the Vista Way style. It was crazy. It was a good. So if I came as your guest, Skipper Degrassi, during the day and I signed in or whatever, they would literally still. I would have to check out, and if I hadn't, they would what come to you and say where what happened to. They could, yeah. I mean, people definitely got terminated, um, for for having overnight guests or for having people stay too late or. You know, just that was that was probably the only fear I had on the college program. I wasn't worried about getting fired from my job for doing a poor job, but I was definitely scared that there was an opportunity for me to get terminated for the stuff that we were doing at Vista Way. <laughs> the shenanigans. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The shenanigans at Vista Way were great. I'll tell you this. Colin was uh direct messaging Mrs. Drunk at Disney today saying, Hey, you need to go on and tell these these this story A, B, and C, and she's declined. Yeah. <laughs> <For obvious reasons. laughs> uh, when I saw the stories, I'm like, yeah, I can see why she's declining. Uh, Skipper, do you have any stories? What if, what if somebody submitted some stories anonymously? What happens happen. at Vista Way stays at Vista Way. There's a good chance that um, some of these ass sour boners tonight would probably be related. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, it was just a great time. I mean, there was like. Hot tub shenanigans. There were, oh man, like Mardi Gras shenanigans and just lots of house parties. And uh, and when I was there, like the international students, the the newer places hadn't even opened yet. Everybody was at Vista Way, so it was internationals and you know the regular like college program. And there was always parties going on. Um, I can tell you that I. Uh, stayed with Chef Little Anthony, and uh, we stayed with four international students. And uh, one of them was this little German guy that w- had no problem walking around naked. So he was always naked, even in the kitchen. Uh, I chased him out of the refrigerator a few times. I'm like, dude, you got to like cover your junk if you're going to open the fridge. Like, that's yeah. not cool. Uh, really? That's basically Where? Crimson Tide Dan, if you don't know. If you oh, never God. met Crimson Tide Dan, that's basically him. Great. I guess that would not be allowed in your house. <laughs> oh no! You can come over anytime you want. You can, don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, it was, that leads to a question by Livy. I'm just going to jump right into it because Livy says, oh, ignoring the fact that Drunk at Sam's and Mrs. D.A.D. were CMs, what's the craziest Vista Lay or Vista Way story you've heard? And that's sort of what we're getting into. Um, Vista Lay, that is the nickname, correct? That is the nickname, Vista Lay. Well, because it was uh, it was one year voted the top party place by Playboy in the country. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I'm sure Disney loved that. Yeah, right? I mean, I wouldn't say that they promoted it, but it's definitely something that was, like, the recruiters didn't outright say it during the meetings, but, you know, 
the the alumni would sometimes talk about it when you were out uh, on campus recruiting people. So that was fun. Uh, but for me, I think I think like the biggest. And it's not even like a sexual story, but there are two rumors. Are there's a rumor going around that there was a either, I think a Chinese um, kid that was actually catching and cooking the ducks <laughs> on at Vista. Way. Well, you know, you eat duck. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then there was also like one of my dreams was to actually float a raft in one of the little like ponds. I guess somebody actually did do it. They got terminated, so I was glad it wasn't me. Um, but yeah, I mean, just almost any kind of like debauchery that you can imagine happened at Vista Way. Uh, yes. Oh, actually, when we were there, there was a uh, an apartment of girls that got terminated because they were running a uh, call girl um, oh, thing nice. out of Vista Way. So it, it's yeah, it's like risky business, basically. It was, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it was. I was like, damn it. I didn't even know these so, girls were. I think the bottom line is to all of our all of our listeners who are learning about this right now, when you see someone that's working in the parks and they have a college on their name tag, cut them a little slack. They probably had a rough night the night before and uh they're cut them not a little super slack. How about like to be just there. ask them where the party is and how to sneak in. Yes. Ask them where their trunk is. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Right? That's what I'm going to be. No. I don't want to so. give away any uh, jump the fence stories. So you jump a fence. You jump a fence. And, well, because if, 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 you're, if you're at all familiar with where this place is, Bill where it is, yeah, if it's literally directly across the, uh, across I-4 from Hotel Plaza Boulevard. So, like, if you're at the uh, the double tree there, and you could jump over I four, you would be into it. Basically, that's where that's where it, where it exists. It's right behind what used to be that big Levi's jeans building, um, and where that uh, Chick fil A and Wendy's is now. So, right, it's right. It's just just off uh, off Hotel Plaza Boulevard um, near D- uh, Disney Springs. So, yeah, that Walgreens that's in front of it opened while I was there, and the liquor store opened with it and we were the happiest people in the world. They probably it's made their money back the day they opened. <laughs> Cause nobody has cars, right? I mean, do they, does anybody have cars that are that most, staying there? Most of the people that are um, just on their first college program probably don't have a car. Some of the advanced interns have to bring one cause you, uh, you may not be working in a park, but for most people, they have transportation. So you, you want to hear something awesome? When I was working at uh, Animal Kingdom back in like 03, um, the, uh, the Fairway Villas, which were part of um, Disney Institute, what is now the, where Saratoga Springs is now, they had been closed off to guests because they were in the future going to build Saratoga Springs. So they had closed down that whole area. And also included in that were the treetop villas. Are the treehouse villas, you know? Yeah. So they were great. having college program kids staying in the treehouse villas oh and the fairway villas. That's who was staying in those at the time. So, like, there were people I knew that were staying in the treehouse villas for their college program. What an amazing time that must have well, been. That would been. be awesome. Yeah. Then they booted them and put in real paying guests. Very sure. Uh, Mrs. D did have a car, by the way. She had a big old shagging wagon. <laughs> 
It was great. Uh, was surprise. <laughs> great. It was oh, great. Cool. It was giant hey. white customized yeah, we're gonna van. Stop. This is where we're gonna, this is where we're gonna stop the stories now. I can tell you, it had a <laughs> red velvet inside with red oh. velvet curtains. Oh, so no hardwood floors. Uh, no hardwood floors. <laughs> Jack carpet. I swear, I swear, I hear something in the background. What is that, Skipper your cheek? Can we please? Is that Shar? Please go to Shar. Go to Shar. Oh my God! I think it is Shar. Let's uh, switch over to Shar really quick. Hello, Shar. Come in, Shar. Are you out there? It's been a few weeks. Hello, Shar. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Skipper Dick Ritchie. This is Shar. Can you hear me? Yes, I can definitely hear you. You're coming in loud and clear. What's going on up there? Well, I'm here at the Disney Store Canada, where Philippe is riding pretty high after watching his New Year's Eve balls drop. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Did you say his balls drop? Yeah, you heard me right. So Philippe, and I'm quoting here from his press release, said he's erected a tall shaft with two giant glowing LED-covered balls at its tip. So get this, when the clock struck 11.59 and 50 seconds, the ball started to slide down the shaft as everyone counted down to midnight. And when they reached the bottom... Oh man, please tell me. Fireworks. Fireworks shot out of the head. No Skipper Dicker cheats inside. When they reached the bottom of the shaft... The tip erupted with white streamers welcoming the new year. And then... Wait, what? Yeah. I can't believe I'm even saying this. The customer who got covered in the most white streamers got a coupon for 10% off any plush in Plush Mountain. Wow. Ironically, she picked Philippe. The stuffed horse, though, not the jackass. Oh, that's too bad. He probably would have been excited when he heard his name. Yep. Did he run up all... They picked me! They picked me! Uh, yep. And then it was probably all tears after that, even though it was New Year's. Poor Philippe. Oh, I know. Either way, great reporting. Can't wait to hear more from 2017. Thanks, Char. This is Char Normando reporting live from the Disney Store Canada, wishing you all a very safe, insane, happy new year. Oh, and fuck you, 2016. Holy crap, I can't believe uh, two balls and a... Explosion of white confetti, huh? That's that is a fan- that's a fantastic New Year's. It reminds me of on New Year's Eve, um, I was at Epcot, and uh, one of the people I was with said, "You know what they need? You know how at um, Dumbo at the Magic Kingdom there was such a long line that they had a second Dumbo, right? Second Dumbo. So there was now two Dumbo rides, yep. side by side. Well, we were at Epcot, and man, the line for Spaceship Earth was atrocious that night. We thought, what they need to do." is build a second Spaceship Earth. They need another right testicle. Next to, right oh, next to the no. other one. They could keep them so in a big that would, baggy yeah. sack. <laughs> be awesome. Would you be for this, Rhiannon? No. No? No. no. Hmm. So, there you go. Well, thank you, Char, for the update from the Canada Disney Store. We are the only podcast in the Disney fandom who covers both Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and international Disney stores. So, yay us. Hooray. Hooray for the parade. <laughs> Woo! Um, Skipper Gritchie, scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you? 10. That Animal Kingdom Five. churros are back. 10. Yeah, apparently they were gone. Apparently. What? Were they like the straws? Apparently they were gone. Were they worried that they were like, going to hurt the animals? You're like, can no straws and no churros. 
in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> you can't have those. Can't Rihanna, are you a churro fan? Sure. Is it too phallic? I'm just not a sweets person, so oh, okay. I mean that's fine. I remember so back you'd rather in high school chicken wings. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I remember so... in high school though. Sometimes we would have churros, and when we did, my friends would have churro eating contests to see how many churros they could eat. So I nice. have fond memories of churros. Are these the same women that were staying in your home a few months ago? <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. I like him. I like him already. Um, <laughs> last bit of news I have here, I believe, is that they are going to be releasing a CD of Rivers of Light music and the Tree of Life Awakens music from the projections that go on the Tree of Life. Um, Rhiannon, have you seen any of the Tree of Life little shows on the on the Tree of Life? I have not, no. Yeah, they have really good music, though. So that really is pretty cool. And I like the idea that Rivers of Light is getting ready to come out and be released. Apparently, there's no more more merchandise being released of Rivers of Light. So lots of, of movement in that department. So we should be getting that. Oh, probably not by March, though, I wouldn't think. Mm. May have to do a summer trip, Skipper Richie. That sounds great. Let's do a summer trip. <laughs> do it. Um, I, was, I had a request to begin the Ask Sour Boner section of tonight's show with uh, be announced by a special announcer, the Hatchimal. Oh, God. Uh, someone had requested. So here you go. Here's the uh, intro to Ask Sour Boner by the Hatchimal. Ask Sour Boner! <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> so there you go. That was it. What what else does it do besides hatch and... I don't know. It like waddles around and it plays a little... You tap it and it, I don't know. Does, but it's do like you just leave it on its own now? Like, is it just like a little robot toy that runs around your house or do you have to play with it? Basically. You know, it'll just do stuff. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll shut off for a while, I think. You have to, you're supposed to like rub it and play... <laughs> rub it and play with it and... Yeah. You know. Keep going. Nice to it. Say it again. <laughs> Let's have Rhiannon say it. Shuts off after all. Yeah. You should say that, Rhiannon. No? No. Can you read the instructions from the box of the Hatchimal for me, please? <laughs> um, let's see. We're going to start. Let's see. When did we do our last show? Was it, was before it, after it was a week ago. It was after Christmas, though, right? So anything December 25th, yeah. we would have already done. So the first one of the new year is from Livy. Yay, Livy. It is a very good question. It is 100% directed to Rhiannon. Uh, Rhiannon, your liver would like to know, did Amanda at 999 Happy Hops manage to hashtag save Christmas? Hashtag did a bunch of big brown packages fill Rhiannon's box? He's, of course, referring to the ornament party. Oh, Livy. Yes, Amanda saved Christmas. And yes, there are many big brown packages in my box. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Actually, multiple boxes had to be involved. So it, it was an orgy of festivals. You did get quite a haul. You, should, you posted a picture recently of the ornaments that everyone had graciously sent in. Mm -hmm. And it looks like you were showered 
with uh, affection from the community, um, filling yeah. your tree for next year. That's true. I was showered with something. Yeah. Much like Char was showered with confetti. Mm -hmm. White confetti all over her face. Yes. But mine's better because they're ornaments and they're lovely and I'm so grateful. Sarah Grafham would like uh, to know, Sarah Grafham, with 2016 behind us, thank goodness, what is your biggest Walt Disney World expectation for 2017? Any big expectations? I would say alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, but we have that now. <laughs> so that's was always, always, people always said that was our go-to question and it, We've lost it, know, so we're actually going to have no, to move no, on. No, 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 no. If my Twitter rant today says anything, it was that good. Is still a strong want. Yes. Now, is that is okay? Let me ask you this then: to go off Sarah Grafham's question, is an expansion and increase in quality of the beer offerings at the Magic Kingdom one of the things you're expecting in 2017? Well, I don't want to get my hopes up because I mean look at 2016 but um huh. it, yeah i guess I, I, i'm trying to think of it from a business perspective and from a bottom line dollars and cents perspective it doesn't make sense to not increase it to not expand it to not start offering cocktails maybe at these restaurants i know they've had shit it's been four years since be our guest started offering beer and wine at dinner and it took four years to expand it to Wait, are they doing what? I guess they're doing lunch, but that's weird. Anyway, but, you know, some of the alcohol. Um, but I think it just makes fucking sense. Just fucking put cocktails in there. And, yes, have it be better themed. Get a better fucking beer selection for Skip or Canteen or anything. Jesus Christ. Just laziness. Oh. Yeah. I, oh. yeah. So angry. Twitter rant was pretty epic today. So angry. And I would – no one liked my ex, my response, but I'm going to give it here because I really feel this was played a role – is what she's saying on the Twitter rant is the offerings, the actual beers chosen are not good. Like you just have Peroni at Tony's. And what were the two? It was um, at Skipper Canteen. It was uh, Blue Moon and Stella yeah. Artois. A $9.16 ounce they were both can of Stella Artois. 16 ounce cans. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. I was saying what I think happened in my, if I was going to give a hypothesis, these restaurants were given very little notice. I, I really don't think there was a lot of notice. I think this was a, what, we're doing it? We're doing it? We got two weeks? Okay, go. And they this was an easier logistical choice is to get these 16-ounce cans because they don't have these lines I of I don't care of about cans versus yeah. drafts. No, I know. These are already easy to get. These 16-ounce cans are easy to get. Um, these are something easy 16-ounce can to get? Highlight. It's not as easy. Oh, my God. This is, these are come from Budweiser distributors. These these Stella Artois and Blue Moon come from like the main Anheuser Busch distributors. They're much easier to get. I'm fine with and Stella. local craft beers. I like to put Stella. But they already have highlight cans Press on property. Lips. They already have a distributor yes. that they work with. Get all. Oh, they, all they do. Have to do Absolutely. Is increase. Just saying, this is easier. For ordering. For quicker. So I think it's quicker logistics. Anyway, I disagree, but I'm saying I think it's a logistics. So what I'm saying is I think there is a chance that as this becomes 
now that they know what they're doing and they can settle down and figure things out, I think we do have an opportunity for them to expand these op the uh, the variety. Like that's what I'm hoping for, and setting myself up for disappointment and, and sadness again. Everyone's like, oh. it's so easy. Just somebody's like, run down to ABC, have somebody run down and go down to the Total Wine and bring it on. I'm like, that's not how this works. <laughs> you don't just roll up no, with a shopping cart full of. Uh... MD 2020s. Hey, today yeah. at Skipper Canteen, we got the uh, Orange oh MD. But they already have distributors for. They do. At the other place. They're oh. opening an entire line of business at the Magic oh. Kingdom. And I'm saying this is a temporary situation. Temporary situation is what I'm predicting. Now that they got it all figured out, then they can start tinkering with it. But it, the easiest thing to do at first. Let's get two that are easy to get in these 16-ounce cans that we already have from Anheuser, but bring them. It's not Budweiser. It's not Bud Light. These are, you know, there's – because the easiest thing to do was to say, we'll just put some Budweiser in there. Maybe they just had a bunch of extra Stella and uh, Blue Moon left over from a party. And they're like, (laughs) yeah, fuck it. They kicked some people out of Vista Way, and we're like, what are we going to do with all this Stella? Send it to the Skipper Um, Canteen. Rhiannon, would you order mm-hmm. a Bud Light if it was the only thing no. in the Magic Kingdom offered and you were gonna you wanted to have an, a beverage in the Magic Kingdom? Would you order a Bud Light? Absolutely not. Hard? That's a hard no. God, man. That's a, that's a working man. man's beer. After a Bean hot potatoes. Day. Yeah, yeah potatoes that's a mean potatoes. dollars for it, and I'm going to need like at least five of them to feel buzz. Fuck that. <laughs> Maybe it's a hot day. You've been riding rides and following your spreadsheet all day, and you're ready to. <laughs> Don't hate. Just get a just get a beer as you walk to the front of the gate towards better alcohol. Right. I love it. Uh, so, to quickly finish off that discussion, I'm hoping what Rhiannon hopes is that they expand the options and we get what they have at the other resorts. And I think as this settles down, I do think this is going to happen. So let's hope so. We can all agree on that. We can definitely agree on that. God bless us, everyone. Uh-huh. Expecting in 2017. Are you, first off, are you expecting? What? Uh-oh. Did we lose somebody? Oh, thank God. Because I thought he was going to ask you if you were expecting <laughs> mm, that's not how an IED works. <laughs> oh, okay. Pardon. Okay. So we are not expecting me. Um, anything? No one's expecting here that I, as far as I know. So, no. um, Skip Gucci, uh, anything that, at Walt Disney World that you're hoping for? Uh, in March or just in general in 2017? It says in 2017. So, Walt Disney World Resort, 2017. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to the opening of uh, Pandora and seeing what they got in there. Mm-hmm. I want to know. You're the one. What? Well, I mean, I want. I'm interested to see what, since it's a whole other world. Like, I what kid, is their version kid, of I Bud kid. Light? What is Pandora's <laughs> version of Bud Light? Oh my god! Is it going to come in a tall boy? Is it going to be blue? It better be blue. <laughs> Just saying. It would be great. Well, it wouldn't be great because the story of the bar in Pandora is that it's an expatriate military guy that was in the wars, and he's set up like he's now living in Pandora. And he set up a bar. And so he would probably have some like meat and potatoes kind of beer, Skipper Grinchy. That's what I'm saying. It's just some meat and potatoes beer. That's, you know, Heartland beer, the worker's beer. Yeah. 
and he's, but he is trying to serve the you know snooty tourists who are coming space tourists who are coming to pandora you know so maybe he'll have to cater to their snootiness isn't it supposed to be a um, tiki bar yeah yep Isn't that the story yeah yeah he set up a tiki bar for all the tourists who are coming and you know i'm picturing like key west some guy that's like set up shop there it's pretty cool uh, let's see. I'm looking for. I'm glad you said that, Skipper, because I really am getting excited for Pandora. It's going to be a lot of fun checking out. It's it's, it's in my opinion, it's going to be surreal having a a new land of this magnitude to go in and explore. It hasn't happened in so long um, at Walt Disney World. I mean, I know New Fantasyland was was pretty impressive, and so is the new uh, stuff in in Animal Kingdom that's already happened. But it's nothing to this scope have we seen. I know you've got it out in with like. Uh, Cars Land and things like that, Skipper DeGritchie. Yeah. Um, so you've had these big, gigantic lands. Uh, we haven't had that here. I'm excited to like just walk through and and explore something new. It's going to be so exciting. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, do we know what? Did we have? Is. Oh, it's summer, right? Summer. Same summer. Yep, summer. So uh, Rivers of Light is any kind of yardstick yeah. for this. I, 2018. Nah, I, the my understanding is Rivers of Light has been ready now for months, as in like two or three months. But they're when it's time to ramp up for spring and summer season, they're gonna do you know just like they did last year, do the extend the hours till 10, 11 o'clock, and they're gonna yeah. try it again this year. <laughs> Tried it last year, didn't work. Uh, we'll Sounds go for it dope. again in 2017. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. I can just picture Joe Rody standing back there, like <laughs> we're going. No, fuck it, we're doing it live. Just run it. Run Flip that switch and let's do this thing. <laughs> Light that candle. <laughs> let's see if the boats sink. So we're get. I think we're getting it like in the next couple months. So it should be pretty fun. So uh, let's see. So th- thank you, Sarah, for the question. Let's see. Um, ooh, this is a fantastic question. Ooh. From Outer Rim Jim. Outer Rim Jim, who is the mayor of the Outer Rim, would like to know, as a late Christmas gift, you are bestowed a Walt Disney World legacy. Do you pick your name on a Main Street window and where, your likeness on an in-ride animatronic and where, or a drink named after you that they will keep on the menu forever? And what would that be named? Which of those would you want if you were bestowed a Walt Disney World legacy item? You're, how are you going to be remembered, Rhiannon? How are you? How do you want to be remembered? I want a Main Street window. That yeah. would be pretty awesome. I think Where would you like? Window. You want that too, Skipper Um, I want one of two things. I would either do a Main Street window, or I'd want my name on one of the tombstones in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, yes. oh we'll add that yeah. as a fourth for sure. Outer Rim. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I'm. An animatronic would be so cool, though. Torn. Oh, I'm torn on that one. That's a great question, Outer Rim Jim. But, okay, Rhiannon, do you have a spot where you'd like to have it? Nah. You don't, just don't care, I'm yeah. I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. I would be honored Rich, anywhere. Any places you'd like? Um, I mean, at Disneyland, I'd want it to be near the magic shop. Um... In Walt Disney World, probably near the Penny Arcade. 
That's cool. One of those two places, yeah. I've got to say, I'm going to go with an animatronic. That is extremely appealing to me. And with the current setup of attractions that are available, I'm going to say I would like to be added to Spaceship Earth in a new scene, much like when they added the uh, Foxy Cleopatra and the Steve Wozniak guy. You know, I'd like a new scene in Spaceship Earth, and I would like to be an audio animatronic. Do you want it to just be the back of your head and then just the computer fans blowing on high as they see you recording uh, Three O'Clock Parade? Three O'Clock Parade with like just a, a personal cooler of beers and crumpled up cans on the side? That'd be amazing. And then on the screen, yeah. you could see like uh, the Skype conversation, and it would just be like an angry face of Rhiannon and me like just typing and hitting the keyboard as hard as I can. <laughs> or just your belly button? Oh, that'd be right. Oh, boy. That. Uh, great question, Outer Rim Jim. Thank you for that. Let's see. Um, ooh, Rian- uh, Skipper Dick Richie, I'm going to start with you on this one. Shelly, not Cheryl, Mrs. Oh. Shellator would like to know, I think a first timer. Yes. <laughs> I think it really is this time. Shelly, not Cheryl. Skipper Dick Richie, how should Shelly pop their Disneyland cherry next month? I've been thinking about this a lot the last 24 hours. Um, And I think my answer is the Alice in Wonderland ride. should just be the first thing you do to to pop that cherry. But then I also have a word of advice for her and anybody else that's going to Disneyland and that it's going to visit Trader Sam's. My word of advice is if you're going to order a shipwreck, get it in the barrel. Because uh, otherwise, they give it to you in one of the little glasses, and you don't get as much bourbon. But in the barrel, they pour heavy. So if you're going to buy a souvenir mug anyway, um, get a shipwreck in the barrel. And, pop and it's one of the coolest souvenir mugs of all the Trader Sam's collection. Oh, yeah. in my and you know what? Actually, what is today? Today's oh, the last yeah, day. your auction doing? Yeah, I know. That actually just reminded me of it. Um, we have an auction for... Um, Norman Bates for his daughter Grace um, on eBay we are at $102 and nice yeah um, it's actually a it's basically a Trader Sam's uh, like gift set it's from my own personal collection it has a barrel it has uh, a lay um, some swizzle sticks a back scratcher um, some uh, an ingredients um uh, note card that they gave us that was exclusive to the uh, uh, Tahitian Terrace um, party that they had. So it has all kinds of fun stuff and all of everything that we make on this, on this, uh, on this auction is going to go to the GoFundMe, um, which I think they were originally hoping for $5,000 and they're up over 15. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if you don't want to, if you don't want to bid because it's over a hundred dollars, I totally get that, but you should still go to the GoFundMe and, uh, give them some money, but if you wanted to, you know, donate some money and you still want to get something out of it for yourself, that's fun. Um, check it out on eBay, and uh, it's there's just lots of good stuff in there. 
well, good. I know in our first conversation, we were like, let's hope it goes over like 25 bucks or something like that, you know, to give away such a cool prize package. But we're already up to 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's over $100. Um, so I'm excited about it. Tomorrow the auction Excellent. ends, though. So if you're gonna if you're gonna go look, if you're listening to this now, go go uh, go bid really quick. Do it. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Monkey has a question directed, uh, and it's going to be naturally directed towards Rhiannon. Um, how do we get yeah, more cool. of Rhiannon's sister on the show? Mm. Hashtag And take my hey back. <laughs> she was fun. She really enjoys the topic, yes. so we might have to have um, Lindsay yeah. back sometime. Sometime. She'd be willing to call in. She's a great resource in that Skipper DeGritchie is a, a, you know, very much local to Disneyland, and we're both in the Florida area, close to Walt Disney World. She's that target audience that uh, Disney is looking for, somebody who is from out of state. So, um, With child. Yeah, we'll have to run some of these. Maybe we'll run some of these uh, ideas they have by her and see what's going to stick. Like, what would yeah. make her? She's going to have a segment called... <laughs> Is this cool with you, Lindsay? <laughs> Does this entice you, Lindsay? No. I like that. Right. Um, Dizwire has a question. Um, here, It's a question and an answer. Uh, question is, what's it like to have sex in Tomorrowland? And the answer is, it's intense. <laughs> yes. Dizwire has already won Ask Sour Boner and... Uh, it's not even over yet. Right. Um, little PB and J had a uh, Disney Springs date night, and he's showing sharing pictures of him at Jock Lindsay's. It appears. Rhiannon loves the idea of date night. Just wanted to let you know that. That Let's was see. one of the things we talked about right at the beginning of our podcast um, mm-hmm. years ago. It feels like now was what your favorite date night at Disney would be. <laughs> She's like, Ugh. I know, right? Well, I don't need to go on dates. No. Every day is a date with me. Every day is a beautiful day. If you love somebody, you don't call <laughs> a date night. It's all cool. Every day. Every day is magical. Um, designated Disney Dad would like Thanks to know. Dad. He's like Disney Disney Dad. Speaking of that, I have my second place <laughs> prize, um, which is a anger, one of those fabrications. Uh, it's a inside out, like plush collectible and it's of anger so that was my second place uh, my i got third, my second my third place, place prize. prize my third place prize okay. Rhiannon, yeah, I, I have got... you gotten your second place prize? i did it's gorgeous it's a, a snow white print um i'm gonna have to go get a frame for it because it's oh, very wow. nice i want to i want to hang it the winner of course won a copy of drinking at disney they are of course the big winner and uh we all are you yeah, doing congrats. top tweets or all tweets i just I switched oh, back again oh, wow. okay i started with top so now, uh, but he wants to know what's the bare minimum one should take to drink around the world? Comfortable cash and then drunktastic cash. It's a hashtag Oof. work debate. I thought about this long and long and hard as well. You don't want that. And either. it's a tough, it, it really is a big number. It is. It's in the hundreds. It's a big number. It is going to be, a, it, the minimum is a hundred bucks. Oh, a I don't minimum. Even, yeah, I don't even think you could eat drink in every country for a hundred dollars. No. That's half-assing it. You could. You'd get a $5 Twitter shot in Mexico. You'd have to get that. Yeah, but I mean, you can get like the, the beer wine, know, $9 the wine. beers in every country. 
Because $20 gets three countries with the wine walk. Italy. Oh, that is true. Italy, Germany, and France are knocked out with a $20 wine walk. A sake, you probably get a cheap sake, right? And they're probably a... Oof, I don't know. You get a shot in Norway, one of the piss shots. How much is that? Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Don't do it. Don't do it. Not worth <laughs> yeah. it. So you can do it for under hundred bucks. You can do it for hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's not drunk. That's gonna Catholic. suck. That is right, like, that's, why did I that's, even come and do this? Oh, yep. That's now. the minimum. First question is bare minimum. Bare minimum, fine. Bare minimum is a hundred bucks. Drunk tastic would be twelve dollars in every country. Mm, yeah. Would be drunk tastic. So breaking out the old calculator. Twelve times eleven. Well, twelve. Times depends if you're talking about uh, Africa. Does Africa count? Are we I counting think that? So. Twelve times twelve so is 144. 144 bucks. So drunk tastic. <laughs> you're gonna have an amazing time. That's crazy. Yeah, for just forty four dollars more though. So maybe that's not. Let's just say one hundred fifty bucks for a drunk tastic per person. One hundred and forty four dollars. So I wish that's all we spent when we go. <laughs> That does not include food, though. That doesn't include food. No. That's no snacks, which will probably get you more drunk anyway. Yeah, so. Um, Lil PBB&J also, on his date night, ran in, got to meet Chef Art Smith. Does that make date night better if you get to meet Chef Art Smith? No. There's no such thing as date night. Uh, Let's see. Question. Mr. Monkey would like to know, Will Avatar open before or after the end of Theme Park Bachelorette? And I have breaking news. Theme Park Bachelorette today. And she said, I'm out. And she is in. (laughs) She is in. We're going to have the finale very shortly. Avatar Land will open after the end of the Theme Park Bachelorette. Clearly, it was important that it ended in 2015, not 2016, because 2016 was a disaster. And 2017 is nothing but glory. So there you go. Hey, Start off on a good next one. question. Oh. First timer, Carol with a K. Oh, Welcome, I always Carol. love it when they're new. Yeah, exactly. First timer, Carol with a K. As a first time question, she's taking her 70-year-old mom to Walt Disney World for the first time in May. Any suggestions for her? That's a great question. I'm glad you uh, decided to finally ask, her, ask a question, Kara. Any special suggestions for traveling with someone who would be about 70 years old? Chill is number one. Yeah, there's no rush. Um, I do think a lot of people would say don't stick to a schedule. I This is where I think something like what Rhiannon does with a spreadsheet would be very good because you have specific – but you're going to make the part things on there – very restful. You're going to say you're going to have like a nice sit-down lunch and a relaxing place. You're going to have different spots that you know are going to be restful. So you can do some of the more strenuous activities like walking and and the rides and things in between the rest periods. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing. Make sure you have all your reservations and all your fast passes set up and try to do it in a way that you're going to be able to like really make the most out of your time in the park. So that you can have those times to stop and just, uh, you know, chill yeah. out for a moment. 
Well, and that's where FastPass really is helpful in all seriousness is, for example, um, you want to also cut down on the amount of walking. So what you're going to do, if you're going to have, you want to pair a trip on Frozen Ever After with lunch at Mexico or China, something nearby, and put them at similar times. You want to, you can plan out your entire, the framework is what I like to think of it, as you plan the framework. And of course, there's times for hitting the shops and things like that. And so lots of time at Epcot is really going to be one of the things you want to do when in, in these in these situations because this is it's great you can hit the shops and I think in my opinion Animal Kingdom fits that same bill it's very Epcot esque um, where you can cruise Animal Kingdom as long as you set up the logistics of your dining and your fast passes in a logical order so you're not backtracking a lot yeah sure. Rhiannon agrees. Rhiannon, I am a little disappointed in you. Uh, why? What did I do now? About the Bachelor, and you did not watch the Bachelor. You were like, it, like took you by surprise. Had no idea it was even on. Last I. Night. How is it supposed to know? No one told me. It's been on TV every day for the past three months. I don't watch TV. I talk about it probably every day. Mm, I don't listen to you. So. I, I'm telling you, this question's gonna. It, so you've you've basically wasted Matt's question by not watching. Matt wanted to know what is I, that accent on Christina? It's part Russian, part backwards, backwards Kentucky. Hashtag The Bachelor. She didn't even tag Skibbity Richie because he. I mean, he knows that Skibbity Richie doesn't watch. No. Look, as soon as as soon as I saw that, I went and I this morning set up my DVR. So now I will be recording The Bachelor. But unfortunately, I missed the first episode. Now, I did not have time tonight, but maybe tomorrow, if it's on On Demand, I will watch that first episode. But I'm and sorry. And the ABC app, of course. Right. Uh, actually, that thought requires about you a guys. computer. You have no. Apple TV, right? Apple TV. Yeah. Oh, I can do it there? Oh, yeah, okay. for sure. That's actually what I was going to say is I thought about you guys today because I was uh, flipping around on my Apple TV and I clicked on the ABC app by mistake. And the first thing that popped up was The Bachelor. Okay. Well, and then I, I will catch up God tomorrow. Damn it, I'm going to erase right. this fucking app. But to answer Matt's question, that accent is intense. It is. I can't tell. It is like it is. It's part part backwoods Kentucky and part Russian. And it is a very unique accent. So I think nice. the worst accent I ever heard was half Polish, half Boston. <laughs> so I'll be interested to hear this one. Bob. Yeah. How do you do that? I'm not even going to try. I mean, um, let's see. Abigail, now Webigail, would like to know, Happy New Year. What booze did you ring in 2017 with? Hashtag Ask Sour Boner. Love you guys. Thanks for making 2016 much more fun. Looking forward to 2017. Love you, Thank too. you, Abigail. Happy Love you, too. Love you, too. Even though your drawings still scare me. I think you're wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, Skipper, what did you drink on New Year's? Uh, I actually was sick on New Year's Eve, so I was just drinking medicated stuff. Nothing fun, I'm sorry. Mm. No, that's not true, that's not true. Now that I think about it, after I took all this medicine, my mom called and said, you know what you need is a shot of tequila. So <laughs> I like your mom. Yeah, I took a shot of tequila. It burned like a mother. Uh, <laughs> but that's that, that's it. <laughs> Rhiannon, uh, you had a big party for mm -hmm. uh, New Year's. What, uh, what, what were you drinking? Everything. Yeah. 
All of it. All of it? Just the whole thing? Was Elsa stocked and ready to go? Oh, yeah. Did you clean out all that Bud Light lime oh, from when you were friends with her? There was none of that left. <laughs> that was long gone. No, I had um, we had a full bar. I had a cooler of, like, you know, regular stuff for people who like regular stuff. And then I had Elsa, so it was a good night. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I did several things as well. Started off with... Um, <laughs> when I was on my way over to New Year's Eve, I stopped at the Wawa to pick up something, and there was like a buy, buy, buy two 12 packs, it went free. And so I got a, like, you had to get Bex and Landshark and like another Bex. So I got that. So I actually had some Bex for the first time, first time in like forever. Um, and then switched to red wine that was available and pudding shots. Ooh, that reminds me. And I definitely fell asleep on the couch, and uh, but no one wrote on my face, which was very much appreciated. So I did make three different kinds of Jello shots, and one of them was those champagne Jello shots. That like whole little video thing that was going on Facebook. Those turned out to be disgusting. Oh wow! So bad. So just in case you saw that little video, you wanted to try it, just don't. Just save yourself. Oh the time and trouble. So I would like to quickly before that say shout out to Crimson Tide Dan for making all the pudding shots and Colin for providing the wine and Mrs. Colin. So thank you. And to myself for providing the bags. <laughs> I figured you'd love that. Really. No. Um, Ian McGregor is quoting a tweet from uh, the Diz, which says man arrested at Disney Springs then he urinates on an officer's leg. And he wants to know, Ian wants to know, will there be a jailhouse interview this week? No, that was not me. <laughs> I'm I appreciate the thought. I appreciate the thought. Um, I've never been kicked out of, of Disney in any way, shape, or form. Um, don't start now. Yet. No. Yeah, definitely don't. Definitely don't want to. I, uh, I don't, in, my, in my opinion, I have never done anything worthy of being thrown out of Disney. So let's keep that going. Let's see, traveling salesman, um, which I always, I've never, I never, I always just say traveling salesman, but I, I got to give a shout out to as at, which is at Open Mother's Mail, but M A L E, Open Mother's Mail, uh, like that. Uh, traveling sales wants to know if you had a warehouse full of old Disney World or Disneyland rides, what would you want to be in it, in the warehouse? He must have seen the commercial. Skipper Gucci. I'm here. I was just waiting for you to. Have what do you want in your warehouse full of Walt Disney World and Walt Disney World and Disneyland rides? Yeah, I mean, I think you said it. Like you saw the commercial. Uh, yeah. I want all that stuff. I want the sign. I want the, uh, <laughs> the 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 sea monster from the subs. Um, man. Yeah, there's just too much. It's too hard to answer that question. I see. For me, there's. I am nostalgic for old Walt Disney World and Disneyland, but not one of those, not for everything. I have my favorites. And Skyway is huge. Skipper, you're right. Like Skyway, I actually rode the Disneyland Skyway through the Matterhorn when I was a kid. Yeah. I would love to have a Skyway car. Um, and my favorite people mover was the Disneyland people mover. So I would love a Disneyland people mover car in there as well. Um, and then on top of that would be the imagination, something from the imagination ride, 
Horizons, and that's really some of the maybe some of the World of Motion, the you know those original Epcots. But those are the ones, the only ones that really get me in the feels from the history of the of the, of the parks are those specific rides. So I don't need it all. I just want those those ones that hit me right in the feels. Mr. Toad's probably like some oh, cutout. Obviously. Finally. I don't have as many memories because I was so young when I did it. I was so young. I have very few memories because I was so young. I guess, like, for me, Mr. Toad in Disney World isn't, like, a big a thing to me because it's still here. So, like... Meet me, me. Yeah, well, what I say? I'm just saying. Like, do you feel that way about, like, Country Bears? Because out there, you don't have it. So, like, do you feel lost for the Country Bears that we don't feel? No. Because it's out there, <laughs> right? So but, if it exists, Eddie, because you you do feel at home at both. I don't have oh, that yeah. feeling as much as I love Disneyland. I don't have that feel like it's part of my realm, like you have of both. So I get that. Yeah, well, I, I just think I grew up at one. You know, growing up at Disneyland, and then like basically, I feel like I made up for it with the ten years that I lived and worked for Disney in Orlando. So I feel like they're both home. Yeah. I love them both. Yeah. God, I envy you. You don't have to, buddy. Just come out here more often. And not for it's weddings, true. bastard. I know. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's the weddings are the reason that I can't come out again on my own. I mean, it's the, it's the, the reason. Just tell Mrs. G, you got to crack that whip every once in a while. Don't let her be in charge. What does that have to do with anything? I'm going to tell her you said that. You can tell her I said that. Yeah. I'm the one that also knows the bank account, Skipper Richie. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, Rhiannon, anything of you're yours? You're going to get something this weekend, and your daddy's going to have it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're suggesting what? going by myself. No, I'm just saying. Whatever it takes. <laughs> You know, All right, Rand. If, if, if they don't get a Hatchimold next year for Christmas, then <laughs> Santa told me that that you were naughty, so you're not going to get presents. But Daddy's going to Disneyland. Uh, let's see. Anything in your uh, warehouse, Rhiannon? Definitely, Mister Toad. Followed by original Figment things. Adventures Out There Travel has a question, and a very good one, as I might say, must say. Um, they miss the uh, Dean misses the old DAC opening show, as do I. I have a very soft spot in my heart for the old Animal Kingdom opening show. So, if you could design a new one to premiere this summer, what would it be? How would you like Animal Kingdom to open? Any thoughts on that? Because I've actually given this a lot of thought over the years. Lots and lots of birds. Oh, that would be sweet, actually. Use the utilize the the birds that are currently up there. Ooh, that would be good. I had never thought about that. That'd be a great opening. Yeah, I win. Moving on. (laughs) I just want want the old one back. I love it. They were going on safari. They're gonna go. It's like I love that the characters were experiencing the same thing you were experiencing. They were going on an adventure through Animal Kingdom, just like you were. 
I thought that was so cool. It's like, come on, guys, let's go explore the park. It's not like you were coming to visit them. They were you were in this together on this great adventure through Animal Kingdom. I thought that was so cool. But I want to do that uh, same show then with birds, like Rhiannon said. See, I wanted the uh, I wanted them to recreate the Not a Zoo commercial every morning. <laughs> not a zoo. <clears throat> just that I'll whole song well. and everybody having fun. Hmm. I agree. Just a couple more left. Here's a good one from Jangle Cruise. Jen has two ends. Polly's Choice Fountain Edition. So we're going to fast pass, refurb, or demolish Leapfrog Fountains in Epcot, Cinderella's Fountain in the Magic Kingdom, and the Miss Piggy Fountain in Muppet Courtyard. Definitely fast pass, Miss Piggy. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Demolish Cinderella for no good reason whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm going to refurb the Epcot one just because. Never mind. But just, just yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Skipper Dick Ritchie. I am going to uh, Fast Pass Miss Piggy, refurb Cinderella, and demolish the Leapfrog Fountains at Epcot. Oh, that one gets me. See the things that puts me. In, I want to put those, those things get me in the feels. Those leapfrog fountains oh, really? from the kid. Yeah, they do. So I'm actually gonna um, fast pass the leapfrog fountains in Epcot. I have such great memories of those fountains from a kid, and also now it's a great spot to go and like relive that era. It's just a. It's just literally some of the last remaining parts of the Epcot '82 era that still exists, and it's wonderful. I'm gonna just demolish the hell out of Cinderella's fountain. Don't care. And uh, Miss Piggy, we're going to refurbish it because it's currently not a fountain. It's literally like a planter right now. So we're going to refurbish it back to a fountain. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. All. Oh, okay. that's, that's why I picked Miss Piggy was because yeah. they, uh, they took away our fountain, those bastards. Sons of bitches. Jenny B wants to know. To us on that. Yeah, they weren't. But we, we need to start talking about all the things we love more because uh, – and they may not understand. Jenny B. wants to know, when should we expect the 3 o'clock parade swimsuit calendar? Oh, um, yeah. I was actually just thinking about that. Um, good. 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 Never. Glad. Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh, she saw some hot tub and pics uh, from New Year's Eve, so she was wondering if we were going to do a swimsuit calendar. I would prefer not to. Not going to lie. I'd prefer not to pose in a swimsuit. I'd prefer not to. Skipper, are you in? Oh, you do sure, 12 man. months of Skipper. I'll, I'll do it. 12 months of belly button. 12 <laughs> months of belly button. Yeah. You'll, you'll be able to tell what season it is by the lint in my <laughs> belly button. It's like Christmas colored lint in the holiday yeah. season. It's uh, There's just a glistening water over the summer from being in the uh, in the pool. Yeah. It's good. Um, she also wants to know any New Year's resolutions. Any New Year's resolutions, guys? Mm, second edition. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Second edition. A yep. expansion of the first. Yep, yep. Uh, Skip Dick Ritchie, anything this year? Resolutions? Yeah. Um, to go to Disney more often. Oh, yeah. I like that one. 
Yeah. That is a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, I don't right now, other than I, Rhiannon's, she and I started the discussions of uh, the updates uh, for second edition. So to uh, can work, do that, definitely. Um, this was a good question. Rhiannon, I, I did, it was brought up uh, just a few hours ago, six hours ago, so I wasn't able to get to it. And I wanted to talk about the show, and then I'm going to get back to him. Mouse hacking is the, uh, the asker. Um an estimate of how many different beers are sold at Disney World. He would like to venture to try them all. What is your estimate of the how many individual beers are sold at Disney World? Mm, that's a good question. Um, Ten years ago, it would have been like seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, realistically, I would say about 75 maybe. Yeah. I mean, Raglan Road alone, how many do you think they have? Well, because I feel like with the book, we I tried to veer away from giving bottle lists right. for most places. But right. there were a few that I did list bottle options. And I don't think Raglan was one of them. So I can't say for sure. Yeah. Tap-wise, I think it's like maybe 10 or 12. Yeah. Um, I I know that for the standard sort of offering for pool bars for bottles yeah. and cans, it's a decent amount, um, like 20-ish maybe. I would, so I would say about 20-ish, and that's yeah. at every pool bar. And that doesn't count, like, if you say the ones at Animal Kingdom. So, of course, you're going to have the African beers. Right. Yep. And then, of course, Epcot is going to have several mm -hmm. more that on top of that. Um, Germany alone has at least three or four bottles that are unique to there. Yeah. In the uh, wine keller. And, like, so, honestly, Swan and Dolphin sort of mix things up, too, because they're not the whole, like, totally Disney-owned and operated and, and uh, ESPN Club as well. So mm -hmm. their offerings are a bit different than the standard for the rest of the park and resorts. So you're – and I sort of probably would – I liked your, your estimate of – Somewhere in the ballpark of maybe 75 to 90, probably. Yeah, I do. I, I think it's still double digits, but yeah, it's in the high end. Yeah. So that would be, I would love to, if you could, I'm going to have to talk to Mouse Hacking on, is that, uh, he didn't ask it as an SR born, he may not be a listener. So I'm going to ask him if he could do this and keep notes, that would be awesome <laughs> yeah. to watch. That'd be fun to, to, to watch because um, that is a, that is an adventure uh, that would be really interesting to see have happened if you could do, could do that. So, or if any listeners would like to do that as well, that'd be fun to do. Um, let's see. <laughs> Speaking of, so what's the <laughs> bare minimum you need to drink every beer at <laughs> Walt Disney World? Yes. Mm. Skipper, maybe well, we do it in March. Think we can hit them all? We can figure it out. I, we can try. Well. See, the problem with that, though, is that a lot of them are going to be specific to bars as opposed to mm -hmm. counter service, which means you should be tipping yep, so you can travel. add a 20% onto that price. Well, just think of food and wine. There's usually quite a few, like, oh, man, it'd be tough. Um, mm. Great question, though, Mouse Hacking, and uh, please do it. That would be great to watch. Um, Brian Lamas, we're down to the last couple. Brian Lamas, what should each of the four parks New Year's resolutions be? I have one for Hollywood Studios. A lot of people still, for some reason, are bashing Hollywood Studios, which blows my mind because it's the <laughs> one park that is literally adding the most stuff <laughs> as we speak. 
But what I would like their news resolution should be to really nail down what the theme of the entire park is going to be and work towards that. Like I would like to see movement towards, are we going to stick with the old Hollywood and continue to expand that to the areas like the drive-in theater and Indiana, like kind of, I want to, I want to, your new year's resolution is what's going to happen to the rest of the park. Um, I'd like some movement in that direction. Any other resolutions for the other parks? Um, I'm going to go with for Hollywood Studios resolution. Figure out your new name. Yeah, Say, okay, that goes along with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it. Uh-huh. Okay, and I'm going to take yours for Magic Kingdom. It's going to be figure out your fucking yeah. drink menus. Oh. <laughs> Clean that shit up. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> uh, same can be said for Epcot. Sort of tip your. It's time to tip your hand a little bit. Show us what's coming. Um, we know, we know you're up to something. Stop being so secretive. Um, I like what they're doing. I mean, I, uh, as far as like with this new tequila bar and things like that, and World Showcase continues to do well. And clearly, we're going to go year round with the. These are just things that are happening. The year round festivals. Just tip your hand with 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 uh, Future World. Tell us what's happening. That should be your resolution. Sort of give us something. Give us something about Future World. Magic Kingdom, just keep doing you, bro. Uh, I want them to... They need some new fireworks at the Magic Kingdom, I feel. Ah, yeah. Wishes! Yeah, I think Wishes has been there for 30 years now? How old is it? No, it it started when I first moved to Florida, so, like, 16. Just saying. Yeah, it's time to... Which is different, though, like, I'm not in a hurry to get new fireworks at Epcot. I still love... uh, the fireworks are at Epcot, but wishes I'm ready to just hand off. I'm wishing for more fireworks at our different fireworks. Yeah. And Animal Kingdom, just just do what you've said you're going to do this year. Like, yeah. Just do it. You're fine. Just What you've already told us you're going to do is great. Do it. Don't just do it. I have a question kind of in the same idea, like just since we're talking about new stuff. and Yeah. I'm, do you think that they are going to continue doing a um, – you know, the little drone light show at downtown Disney, but, you know, make it more of just like an everyday show as opposed to um, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, essentially. I do not. I think it was a one-time shot right now, and now they're going to continue to work on other shows. things. But I do not think that will be a year-round thing at this, at this point. At this point. That's my Until it point. is. And, and then I'll agree and say yes. Until it is. Okay, I get it. No, I, I don't think it will be. I just mean, like, again, they'll maybe bring it back for next Christmas. But I think this was just, let's see what we can do, see what people think about it, and then go back to the drawing board and see what really we can do, like, moving forward. Like, what really can be done down the road. And I think this was just a one-time shot. Um, so, like, like, I don't think now it'll just be, like, celebration of summer, you know, something like that. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I, I could see it happening. <laughs> like some, some cheesy, like, uh, mu- oh, yeah, I could see it happening. But no. I, I, what do you think, Skipper? About the drones? Yeah, do you think it's. What, do, you, <laughs> do you have it? Yeah, the question that I just prediction? asked? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think that they're eventually going to. You know, Ooh, it's going to be a night. The, the same way they used to do fireworks every night at Pleasure Island, 
There's mm-hmm. going to be some sort of like lights over the water show uh, where they bring the drones out in different colors and make, you know, they play some feel good music and the drones kind of spin around and do their thing. And then uh, we are fan- like you make it like 70s, like at the uh... sure, whatever, man. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, we're getting down to the end. In fact, we have a new a final one Uh-oh. that just came in from Uh-oh. a very special, a very special um, que- ask, asker. Uh, so we'll get down to the very end here. Um, Park Hopper Ryan oh. uh, would like to know, he missed getting drunk at Disney with getting a drink with me last week, like three times. We missed. Thank we did better planning. You. Next will be January of 18. Yes. Um, and I will tell you this, and I'd love to, he says he has a story. Um, I, the drunken podcaster, doing a walkthrough of resort bars, and he and his wife, drunken podcasters, passing by on an express bus. I was literally standing at the resort monorail loop, and I'm like, he was leaving one of the other parks, and he, I said, well, just come here. You're going to the Magic Kingdom. Take a bus to the monorail loop and come. We'll, we'll meet. He's like, no, we're taking the express bus. Yes. <laughs> 1%er Park Hopper Ryan's like, no, no, no. We're not taking the regular bus. I don't think you understand are who taking... you're speaking to. Yeah. <laughs> Have some respect, sir. I and my beautiful wife are taking the oh express God. bus. She is stunning. I yeah. have a crush on her. He knows that I have a crush on her. Me too. Me right? too. Whoa. So, um, yes, bitch. we do need to plan better, although uh, we we literally missed it. That And he did the hashtag for you, Rhiannon, um, missed park connections. Miss WW Connections. He used your hashtag from his Disney Distilled account, the uh, their podcast. So, thank you, Park Hopper Ryan. I wish we could have done it that day, but you were definitely two one percenter for me that day. Ha. Um, mm. there is apparently an account now from the Magic Kingdom Cabana has its own account. The Magic nice. Kingdom Cabana wants to know how much do you want to get inside me? Not that bad, really. I'm not gonna lie. No. Not, 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 not. In, in your current state, state no. Yeah, right. Actually, I'll, I'll kind of follow up this question. How much would you be willing to pay? To get inside Not like, not, what? yeah, and like not what you think is a quote-unquote right. fair price. You. Right. What would I be you, willing to pay? Like with your, what, just your for, interest level. For an entire what day would you? or for access like a VIP lounge? You mean like, or my own private cabana for the whole day? Yeah, for the whole day you can come in and out, whatever. <laughs> I think... Um, what the water parks do, which I don't, I don't have a, I want to say it's something to the ballpark of like $150, $200, something like that, like that ballpark. See, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even pay that. Again, I'm not saying it's not the worth big that to some Parents, people. Grandparents, my 70 year old yeah, mom to or me, whatever. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, I'm with you. I, it's not something that I've, that I've ever really thought I, like, yeah. Um, that's not something I like would if I want to rest, I, you know, we'll go, go to a bar. sit down and yeah, or just anywhere in the park and just kind of take in the people watching. I don't want to go hide in a plastic tent. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting is by reading the responses to these cabanas, is there are clearly a large number of people who cannot stand seeing people somewhere that they're not able to go. <laughs> like it really bothers them. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. I'm just saying, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it doesn't bother. If I go to an event and there's an area that I don't have access to, would I go there if I had access? Sure, that sounds nice. But it doesn't 
it doesn't bother me to see it. And clearly there is a contingent of people that it's really, really bugging them. Yeah, these, it's driving them crazy. It's, it's driving Do they them feel the same way about concierge lounges? Or is that different because that's like out of sight? I no, bet it does. I yeah, bet it does. I think, I think they're yep. the same people that complain about the DVC lounge, um, the credit card lounge, mm. you know, Club 33. Although I think they would say, oh, I think Club 33 would count. Except for the fact Walt. See, the fact that Walt did it gives it a pass for most people, I think. <laughs> the fact that Walt. But I think, Rhiannon, to answer real quick about the, the concierge at a hotel, I think that's a little different in that hotels, by their nature, are they segregate by levels and different types of rooms. So, it, it, but the theme parks in their minds have always been everybody comes in buy one, you know, we're all equals in there. So this is really bugging them. Okay. Well, anyways, but yeah, back to what I was saying, like, I don't have that. So what I, like when I see the tomorrow, like cabanas, I don't have that desire to like, I got to get in there. I, I got to get in there. I got to, I got to, I got to find a way in. Um, we have a final ass sour boner and, uh, I believe some of the podcast uh, hosts would agree is the most important question of the night. Rhiannon at Definite Disney has a question. She says, when is Drunk at Sam's going to release my song to the masses? Hashtag Ask Sour Boner. I believe this is directed to you, Skipper. found a, an interesting time to duck out on the podcast. Hmm. How convenient. No, no, no. I was just trying to find the file. Oh! Because um, I have it. It's ready to go. But... So, is, is this going to be a 3 o'clock parade exclusive? Oh, it's an exclusive. Um, New but I just, release. I just want everybody to, to pay attention and listen. Because it's over as fast as it, as it starts. It's <laughs> it's yeah. a quickie. I think for That's the most of the says. male listeners of Three Hours Parade, we're all pretty used to this. Okay, good. So yeah, I'll I'll play it right now. Sour boner, I slip your wiener under the tree for me. <laughs> yeah, right. You wish. So there you go. Uh, Sour boner by Rhiannon. Ugh, warms my heart. Thank you, Skipper DeGritchie, for, uh, and thank you, Rhiannon, for recording. Well, I just don't really understand why he was hoarding it. And because it, you keeping were, it for himself. Yeah, you said it was for me. The first one I did, that was the second one. Uh, they're all for me. Especially with that <sighs> voice. Thank you very much. It was not a lonely See, Christmas. No, this is why you can't have nice things. That's not the only reason I can't have nice things. <laughs> Speaking of nice things, it's time for bow, 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 the Rhiannon College Football Championship Championship Bowl Championship. Oh, well, championship. Wait, one more time. Rhiannon College just, Football don't just say championship, championship again. Championship. I don't think you said that enough. There you go. Championship. Alrighty. Let's see. Um, I'll uh, start with dead last. I, I, it breaks my heart to say this, Ooh. but Kristen, little Diz fan. Oh, did Meg, Megadiz, uh, join this year? Because she was she dead last, not. last, okay. 
No. So she escaped dead last by not participating. No. Although I will defend Kristen because she made her picks as we were literally driving to Disney World. And she was driving and I was in the passenger seat with my laptop just reading off, you know, like so-and-so versus so-and-so. Go! And so Western Kentucky just, and UCF. Yeah. Go. yeah. And so she was just firing off. So she didn't have any research. So, so I think she gets a pass. But anyway. All right. So going back up to the top here. If I may ask, do you mind telling us how did you pick? Did you look at point spreads? How did you pick? Yeah, no, I go straight to Vegas Insider, and that's just what I copy. Basically, yeah, I use some uh, Vegas. I will fool around. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, dead last. Uh, Thank you, little Disney fan, for for trying though. But we uh, we definitely appreciate it. The more the merrier. Uh, What's next? So I'll jump to third place. Drum roll. It is. Bay Lake Spence. Spence! Bay Lake Spence. Yeah, with 88 points. From wow. South Florida. Mm-hmm, Fins up mm-hmm. for Bay Lake Spence. Fins. Second place, a stranger known as Definite Disney. Oh, Rhiannon in Rick. second place. Hey, <laughs> with 90 points. It's not. No, fuck you, Trump. Um, and then. Coming from, I, I actually, I preserved this to prove. Did you just blame this. Trump? Is that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about right. Just, it's foreshadowing because basically okay. all of 2017 is going to be hashtag thanks Trump. Okay. Actually, no, like the next four years. You're welcome. Um, so jumping from the last time we talked one week ago, ninth place to Whoa. now to now first place and clinched for first place. He cannot be beaten. Is Mr. Rhiannon. Whoa, Mark coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Coming out of nowhere. Clinched wow, he it. didn't so he he actually did better on the what you would consider more important bowl games. Oh, he's cl- uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cuz like the first week was like the the lesser important bowl games typically which uh he did not fare as well. And then he did better as the importance ramped up. So he's like a clutch hitter. Yeah, I guess so. Well, congratulations to Mr. Rhiannon, Mark. So he is yeah. the champion. He is the champion. And we need to wait and see what happens next Monday to see whether or not Balik Spence will uh, overtake me for a second. Because we have different picks for the final game. So we shall see. So the Bull Championship, Rhiannon Championship. Champion is? Champion time. Mark. Hashtag uh, no longer poor Mark. Skipper DeGritchie, are you surprised that someone from Rhiannon's household has won the tournament? No, not at all. <laughs> Bullshit. Not he whines every year that he sucks at my pool and he loses, which is usually true. And so this year he was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, come on, come on, do it. Are you talking about me or Mark? Could go with either one. I'm talking about Mark because Mark has a uh, a longer historical history here. Uh, He has a longer historical history. history. It's always about length when it's between Mark and I. Damn it. Historical history. Lay him on the table. Let's measure. Look it. I may not have been around for as long, but I've got the girth of my presence. uh, Bay Lake Spence, because he did get uh, second place, I believe, right? Or is he third? Third place. Um, third we place don't. for Bay Lake Spence. He's currently in third place. Currently. I will read 
his ass seller boner, even though he got it in after the deadline. Mm. Oh, just then. I didn't know we had a deadline. We have deadlines now. Deadline is after I'm done reading them. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so the deadline. So I will go ahead and read it for, and I will start with Rihanna. My gosh, there's more coming. Um, pick one <laughs> beer for each Magic Kingdom restaurant because it's also piggybacks on your. Yeah, my um, rant. Earlier, your earlier rant. Pick one beer you would like to have in each Magic Kingdom restaurant that has the new beer menu to enhance their generic beers. Rhiannon, what would you like to see in these restaurants? I need more time. I mean, the, I take this question very seriously. But literally, like, let's say they're asking you right now. Like, I need to know now. You can tell me, give me one at each restaurant right now. I need to know right now, and we'll put it in, but I have 30 seconds. What are you doing? I would just like pick a local beer for everything. I mean, fuck it. Like Liberty Tavern, it's American based. So like pick an American beer. I mean, if it has to be from New England to be all like pilgrimy or something, fine. Fine. Throw something from England there. Um, jungle cruisy, let's pick I don't know. Copy Nomad Lounge. Take their shit. I don't care. Anything is better. This is stupid. And if somebody tells me that they should pick for Cinderella's Royal Table the champagne of beers, God, I will punch them in the nuts. I will punch them in the fucking nuts. God damn it. That's <laughs> totally going to go with that. No. Fuck. <laughs> I would love to see. But if they're going to serve it, I want it just served in a can, one of those yellow cans. Yeah, but I want them to bring out a champagne glass for it. <laughs> I used to like, have a uh, yeah. I used to have a bar I went to, and for fun, they would we would order it, and they would pour it in a champagne glass. Yes. That was like the, the champagne of beers in a champagne glass. That would be awesome. Yes. Um. Also, getting in right under the wire, my secret Santa, Jody from Minnesota. So Jody would like to know. And I'm curious about this. Rian and Skipper, do you have theories? What's your theory about no night parade at Magic Kingdom? Do you think something's coming? Or do you think there'll be no replacement? Well, they have to have something coming. I feel like there has to be. I agree. I'm with yeah. you. There has to be one coming. I'm surprised they did it in this this way where they're just going to take it and have it be empty for quite a while and take it to Disneyland. I'm sort of surprised. But something has to be coming. Do you think Skipper, it'll be, I feel like it'll probably be Paint the Night or a version of paint the night it's the easiest definitely right. the easiest yeah but wh but then why not i mean maybe they're taking some time to get that one ready and try something new that's kind of like paint the night i i really don't have a really good theory on this so that's a great question uh jody because it's it really is a, a head scratcher as to so, why they did it this way i think i i'll, I, I'll give you the reason that i think they did i don't think that they i, I feel they had to rehab the Mainstream electrical parade floats to bring, you know, so when they're out here, they're all shiny and new and all the lights work and everything's fine. So they needed that like buffer time that they kept running paint the night over the holidays. But now that mainstream electrical parade is going to be out here, they're not going to need paint the night out here anymore. So they'll probably rehab paint the night uh, and take it out there. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say by summer, paint the night will be at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I wouldn't. I hope. So. I hope so. I really. It would be hope great. So. It would be great. It would be really cool because Paint the Night's great and it it needs a, a place to live. And the majority of Walt Disney World guests have never seen it. Right. 
Yeah. Be I mean, there, of course, there's the people that travel to other parks, but outside of Disney Twitter, that's very rare to visit multiple <sighs> Disney parks. So I would think that would be really cool. So I hope it happens. Yeah. Uh, that is our last sour boner. Thank you, uh, Jody uh, from Minnesota. And uh, any final thoughts, Rhiannon, as the runner-up, you can go first from the Bowl Championship Championship. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, final thought, please, go bid on Skipper's eBay action. God damn it, you stole everything from me today. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. Do you have any other sales pitches for that, uh, Skipper Uh No, no, I just, I think it's a... Uh... It's a worthy cause for somebody that, um, whether you knew him personally or just knew him through Disney Twitter, um, it's a good it's a good way to, uh, you know, to, to show your your I don't know your better side. Do your Disney Disney bitter all day long and complain about stuff whenever you want. But this is an opportunity for us to take care of our own. So yeah, I think okay. it's a it's a good way to go. Here, here. Definitely. So, um, I just want to give a shout out real quick to Logan from the WDW Today podcast for giving a shout out to us as on their show of of other podcasts to listen to. Mentioned us uh, to their listeners, so that was cool. So, thank you for that. Is that the one that um, he said it was not safe for kids or work? Yeah. The the, the what it said was. Um, because he had mentioned another podcast earlier that was like, and that's not safe for work. And then he gets to us and he goes, that's not safe for work either. He's like, well, that's not really safe for anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I would say, thank you. Thank you very much. Not safe for anywhere. Yeah. We appreciate that. That is true. So uh, what's our final float tonight, Skipper Grigi? It is the opening to Dak just for you, buddy. Yay! We are going to go out. We're going to close with the opening to Disney Island. Oh, let's go on an adventure. Yes, sir. Pack your sunscreen. Every breathtaking path and trail. I'm not even sure what character I was trying to impersonate there. To explore, to discover sensational shows, wild attractions, and amazing natural encounters. All right, gang. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, Let the adventure begin. Oh my! Isn't this exciting, Mickey? I just love going on adventures. Me too, Minnie. Row, row, row. You three, Pluto? Well, hello, everyone. Hello, hello there. <laughs> Mickey, Pluto, look at all our friends. Gosh, this is some crowd, all right. <laughs> Hiya, folks. You look like you're ready for an adventure. Row, row. I hope we are, too. Let's make sure we have everything we need. Um, Mickey, do you have the checklist? Checklist? Good question, Minnie. Well, you see, I had it, and then I, well, I I put it somewhere. And... Oh, <laughs> there it is, Mickey. Whoa, whoa. Uh-huh. Right where I left it. Whoa. Gosh, that's a big list. Well, this is a big adventure. You can never be too prepared, you know. Now, let's see. The first on the list is the sunscreen. Do we have the sunscreen? Sunscreen? Check. Well, how about all of you? Does everyone have sunscreen? Yeah. You know what they say. Better, Better save the sunburn.
camera, huh? We want to get some photos of our adventure. There you go. Say cheese. Cheese! <laughs> now let's see. What about a guide map? We gotta know where we're going. Here it is. We wouldn't want to get lost, you know. <laughs> it looks like we're ready to start our wild adventure. Oh! It feels like we're forgetting something. Something sort of important. Let me see. Sunscreen, camera, guide map. Oh, here we go. What is it? It says, let the adventure begin. What does that mean, Mickey? It means it's time to get started. So, on the count of three, everybody say, let the adventure begin. Ready? One, two, three. Let the adventure begin. Welcome to Disney's Animal Kingdom, everybody. Welcome to Disney's Animal Kingdom.